Rockies 102.9. The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. This Bob and Brian On Demand is brought to you by Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew exhilarates and quenches with its one-of-a-kind great taste. Mountain Dew, this is how we do. Good times roll. Let the good times roll. Oh. we had a really good variety of bad times. In these letters. anniversaries yesterday. <laughs> a lot of different stuff today, right. kids. Is there? Okay. Yeah, you were going to have a good time. You had put the time and the effort into it to make to try and ensure that it would be a good time, and it still didn't happen. We want to know how it went wrong. Go to 1029thehog.com. Tell us all about it. And Brian, read your story, which we're going to do here. Round four is coming up. Go into a, to get it in. You go into a random drawing. You could win the grand prize. It's $1,000 in prizes from Steinhoffels and Nye's Building Center. All right, here's the uh, warm-up from the children's division. <laughs> Back when I was a bright-eyed grade schooler, my mother promised to take me to Six Flags over the summer. My mother, being off of work on Mondays, planned to take me on a Monday in August before school started. Magical day arrives, and the two of us hop in the car, make the quick drive uh, from uh, Eagle down to Six Flags, and it was the first day of their fall hours, and they were closed on weekdays at this point. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> <Quite> right on. <laughs> oh, oh, what a Wait all summer. Kick in the June stomach right. There probably wasn't the mall down there yet. I'm guessing. I don't know. Yeah. So somewhere else to go and maybe go when shopping. You're more kids, here we go. So much more crushing. Oh, yeah. Back in 1977, my mother planned our family's first and only camping trip. We didn't own a camper, so we borrowed our neighbor's van and pop-up camper. We arrived at Plymouth Rock, Massachusetts campground. Wow. We lived in Racine, so by the time we got there, us kids wanted to do everything available right away. <laughs> Mom had enough of our complaining and wanted time alone and to get set up on the inside, so she told us to, quote, go somewhere besides here. <laughs> Fast forward an hour or so, my dad was gone looking for my older eight-year-old brother who had gotten lost in the woods. My younger four-year-old brother ran around the in-ground campground pool, fell and split his head open, and I... Six-year-old saw the 25-foot flagpole and decided to shimmy up uh, to sit on the metal ladybug attachment on top. Oh dear! What? God! I'm up the flagpole and <laughs> wow. sit on top. Mother had to plead and beg me for about 20 minutes to climb down because I was told by other people watching I could fall and really hurt myself, which I hadn't thought of while being six holding younger brother with a bloody towel wrapped around his head and still no sign of dad or lost brother. When mom got us back to the camper, she was so mad. When she grabbed for the door handle, she broke it off. (laughs) (laughs) Mom strength. Dad finally returned with other brother. Mom packed everything back up and we left to go home. Whole time camping about six hours. Never tried that again. (laughs) You got there, got hurt, and went home. Well, you got it. Oh. Yeah. Now on to the okay. heartbreak division. And I told you, this is how things start if uh, if they're no longer together. Fall of 2005, my ex-wife wanted to go to Cancun to renew our wedding vows since she had been unfaithful. 
Okay. Let's try make this it, again. Her sponsor said. Yeah. Yeah. I will now refer to her as the harlot. Okay. After a few days into our vacation, we started to receive copies of the Miami Herald. According to the newspaper, a massive storm was headed our way named Wilma. Upon our return to our room later that night, we had a letter under our door telling us that everything is okay and not to worry. Another day passed as we noticed the weather had uh, started getting worse. We ventured out of the room to find the pool chairs were being chained to the trees <laughs> and the lantern-style lights were swinging into the side of the building due to the powerful winds. After returning to my room, I found another letter under the door telling us to leave our luggage in the bathtub and prepare, prepare to take only what we needed because we were going to a school in a nearby city. Um, we're evacuating. Am I taking my passport? Am I, what? My harlot began crying uncontrollably because she would not receive her complimentary spa treatment for our stay. <laughs> I told her one way or another we were getting on a plane and getting home. A few other couples and I chipped in and paid the concierge to drive us to Merida uh, when he got off his shift at midnight since there were no flights out of Cancun anymore. I rented a van in Cancun and drove it back to the resort. We packed up and drove through the Yucatan Peninsula in the middle of the night. We stayed in a roach-infested hotel in Merida and got on the last flight out of that part of Mexico the next morning. Wow. As the plane took off, the wings flapped like a bird's as we saw the massive hurricane pummeling Cancun to the west. Five years and three affairs later, no more harlot in <laughs> retrospect. <laughs> I should have left her there for her spa treatment. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I didn't hear anything about renewing the vows, so. Oh, so great. Maybe she forgot. <laughs> From the back wow. to the beginning category, and this all started with boat launch stories. Oh. My wife, once again, at the time, <laughs> and I and another couple were heading up north for a week's vacation on Little St. Germain Lake in the summer of 1981. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I great, just bought a beat-up 14-foot runabout with a 40-horsepower Evinrude and brought it up for our week of fun. Heading from Milwaukee on Highway 41, we got on the road on a windy and rainy Saturday morning. Just before the rest area near Hartford, my rotting canvas boat cover started tearing off, looking like a big flag whipping and blowing in a hurricane behind my 1979 Monte Carlo. (laughs) (laughs) What are you wearing? That tied down, we continued heading north until we reached Winchester, which had an intersection to connect with Highway 10. Still raining and being in stop-and-go traffic approaching the intersection, I slide into a raised 150-horsepower outboard motor in front of me, slicing my grill and hood right through the middle like a hot knife through butter. Wow. Then there's a big fill-in-the-blank here. Yeah. He just continues, still drivable. We made our way to the lake. So the Monte Carlo is still roadworthy. What about the guy's 150-horsepower? Yeah, he's that couldn't have come this out of it unscathed, skips right? Skips all over that. The prop at least had to be bent. Still drivable, we made our way to the lake, got the boat in the water with no problem, and started taking a tour of the lake. Within minutes, I drive over a submerged stump, <laughs> shearing a pin that holds the prop together, yeah. leaving us motionless. We had no oars in the lake. <laughs> <laughs> no oars. Ah, I knew I should have got some oars. Luckily, I had a spare pin, and after half an hour of dicking around, we were back on our tour. All right. Had the pin on board. Good for him. He was ready for this. Good. Now, be careful. 
The rest of the week was uneventful until it came to take the boat out Friday evening. Uh, the boat launch at the resort wasn't much and had a gentle slope into the sandy beach. My boat trailer was old, and I was unable to tilt the trailer, so I had to get as deep as possible in the lake to get the boat loaded. Deeper and deeper I went until the wheel wells yeah. of my car were submerged in water. It's <laughs> the problem with these shallow boat launches, right? you got to kind of like, uh, how far in should I go? The boat loaded. More. My car was stuck in the water. Luckily, the resort owner had a pickup truck and towed me to dry land in front of a resort full of laughing onlookers. <laughs> <laughs> Packed and ready to head home Saturday morning, we get on Highway 70 to make our shameful ride home. Getting up to 30 miles per hour, the car starts shaking like I'm driving over a highway made of railroad ties. <laughs> Thinking I have front end damage from the tow the night before, yeah. I stop at a gas uh, service station. Well, that and the ripping in half of yeah. the, right? I the mean, car's had quite a week. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 79 Monte Carlo's. I mean, 79 Monte Carlo's were a solid car, but come on. <laughs> How solid? <laughs> Putting the car up on a hoist, they pulled my hubcaps off and emptied each wheel uh, packed in sand. The drive home with my sliced up front end was uneventful, but my week up north was surely memorable. Boy, and how? He didn't talk about the, you know, he said then wife. I was waiting for that yeah, meltdown to happen. Yeah. Didn't, yeah. Uh, we have much more. <laughs> Other boat story. Uh, it was a cold and windy day in northern Ontario. I was there with my dad, three brothers, and a friend moose hunting. Oh, we wow. had been hunting for three days and had not seen one moose. The consensus among us was that we needed to explore another lake that was connected to this one by a stream. Even though we had decided to hunt the other lake the next day, my friend and I decided to explore it today in preparation for the hunt. That was a good idea. Mm -hmm. Our guide had provided us with a 14-foot canoe with a 10-horsepower motor. My friend and I loaded our gear into the canoe, and we headed across the lake. It was a windy day, and the wind was pushing water into the canoe, but we still had a can to bail the water out. That was working <laughs> fine until the motor died. <laughs> As soon as the motor died, the wind pushed the canoe around into the waves, tipping the canoe. Now we were taking on more water than we could bail. My friend and I were sitting waist-deep in water, and the canoe was sinking. <laughs> I grabbed my gun, paddle, and the seat cushion, also known as a flotation device. My friend grabbed his gun and seat cushion. We tried to swim back to camp, but we were going against the waves. If we swim with the waves, we might be able to make it to the point across the lake, but if we missed the point... We'll be in the water for a long time. Yeah, How cold is the water, right, too? Ontario. Yeah. But we decided it was our best option. I knew I could make it to the point, but I was not sure my friend would. When I got to shore, I kept watching for him, but I uh, I had my sights on him but lost track of him. When I saw him, again, uh, saw him again, he was lying on shore in mud, heaving his guts out. Wow. Now we are soaking wet. It is snowing, and we have to <gasps> figure out how to get back to camp. There was a ray of hope when our bush pilot flew over and landed on the lake, but he didn't see us. He just dropped off supplies and took off again because of the bad uh, weather. Oh, jeez. This, this has turned into survival at this point. Like the paragliding girl. Well, it yeah. is tough to have fun. Yeah, well, that is the point of the stories. So we started walking, and then we heard a boat motor start. It was my dad and one of his brothers going out to hunt. So I shot my gun in the air to get their attention. It 
took three shots before they heard us. They thought maybe we had a moose and came to help us with it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you get a, They're still having fun. Where's, where's the moose? They're still well, having a moose. No, we not only did not have a moose, we no longer had a canoe. <laughs> maybe if your fingers. Canoe, if the canoe ride was not scary enough, now we had four large men in a 14-foot boat, but we made it back to the camp cold and wet but alive. And did I mention we never did see a moose? <laughs> oh. What do you owe for the canoe? Right, oh. right. Just one. All right. All of that. <laughs> Canoe's gone. Yeah. We're, what? Yeah, it sunk. Yeah, no it moose. Died, yeah, died, no canoe. Died, yeah, what about the outboard? Ah, went down with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's terrifying. Anywho, what's to eat? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to get dry. <laughs> a few years ago, my new husband and I made a plan to go camping at Devil's Lake. I'd always wanted to go to Devil's Lake uh, in the first part of June because I heard the blue herons hatch. And Ooh. you can see dozens of adult blue herons flying around the nests feeding the hatchlings. Didn't know. Two days before we were to leave, I woke up with a sore throat. By the morning we were to leave, I had full-on bronchitis with a 101-degree fever. I was insistent we were still going camping because I had been waiting for months, years really, to go. I ran to urgent care in the morning before we left to get antibiotics and hope I would feel better soon. The following morning, we woke up at our camp, and it was pouring. An unexpected storm came through, and it rained the remainder of the weekend. Still determined to make the best of the weekend, I went to the cooler to grab the food so I could start making breakfast. With a 101-degree temperature and yeah, blah, she's blah, blah. A she's gamer, a gamer, man. no doubt. Wow. Yeah, she's got uh, championship attitude, spirit. I'll give her that. Upon opening the cooler, I realized I forgot all the cold food. <laughs> Hamburgers, brats, <laughs> eggs, cheese. They were all sitting on the counter back at home. Ah. My husband ran to the park store and got some crappy hot dogs. We stayed in our tent and ate crappy hot dogs and chips the remainder of the weekend, oh. most of which I slept through in my fevered state. Oh. Last day, we drove by the Heron Rookery to watch these damn birds I had been waiting to see so long. And? Then we went back to camp and packed up in the rain. Oh, I thought there was going to be a great story. Well, at least there were. About uh, birds. She saw yeah. them, a few, for her heroic effort. Some good wow. boat stories today. Surviving. Ontario snowing, canoe yeah. sinking. Yeah. Firing your gun for help. Come. Where's Did the you moose? get a moose? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> look yeah, at no. us. Do we look like we have a moose? I'm blue. We just swam to survive. Yeah.